Okay, let's talk about candles for a minute. Do you know that almost 2 billion candles are sold globally each year and almost all of them are likely to end up in landfills for the next 1 million years? It's insane. That's why I think it's really cool that Notes candles exist. They're working to eliminate single-use candle vessels and give home fragrance lovers a more earth-friendly option. Notes has created a refillable candle system that allows you to use your candle vessel over and over again. It is super easy. The candles are made with fragranced wax beads, so all you do is place the wick in your reusable notes jar and fill it up with the wax beads and enjoy your fragrance for up to 36 hours. The Santal and Atlas Cedar scent is like this woodsy calming smell. It's so nice. And they have oat milk and balsam berry, vanilla and pepperwood, pistachio and rose water, and a total of 13 really great options to choose from. Be a responsible consumer while not giving up high quality home fragrance by making the switch to notes. You can build your custom starter kit right now at notescandle.com slash that sounds fun. Right now, notes is giving our friends 15% off and free shipping when you buy a notes starter kit using the code that sounds fun. Just use that code that sounds fun when you're placing your order. That's that sounds fun at notescandle.com slash that sounds fun. Hi, friends. Welcome to another episode of That Sounds Fun. I'm your host, Annie F. Downs. I'm really happy to be here with you today. We have got a great show in store, one of them that y'all wait on every year. Here it is. So there's two majorly exciting things happening around here, starting on February 17th, which is like weeks away. For starters, the That Sounds Fun Tour kicks off February 17th. If you haven't gotten your tickets yet, you've got just a couple more weeks to get that remedied. Just go to AnnieFDowns.com slash events and secure your spot for fun and laughs and friendship and special guests and confetti and a live podcast. I cannot wait. And on February 17th, a big old group of us are going to start going through 100 Days to Brave together. Here's what we figure. Life is full of situations that require bravery, but we don't always feel full with the courage that we need. 100 Days to Brave is a devotional all about stepping into the things we face in our everyday lives with bravery. This time, though, your kiddos or the mini BFFs in your life are invited to get in on it, too, because my very newest book, 100 Days to Brave for Kids, is releasing on February 8th. It's available for pre-order right now. I'm so excited to get these truths in the hands and hearts of my mini BFFs. It's perfect for kids around the ages of 7 to 12, though younger kids are totally invited. They just may need help with the reading part. We've got it all mapped out. When we start our 100 days on February 17th, we'll all finish together right before Memorial Day. So all you need to do is pull out your copy of 100 Days to Brave or buy one anywhere you love to buy books and pre-order a copy of 100 Days to Brave for kids so you've got them ready to go on the 17th. We will have a fun checkoff sheet for the kids so y'all can keep track of the days. We'll also have an email you can sign up for. We're, we're setting it all up for you. So there will be a really easy way for us all to get together. I cannot wait for this journey. I'll post the first five days on my Insta stories to give you plenty of time to get your books. And then we'll email you every 10 days with some encouragement to keep it up because the secret sauce, listen, listen, friends, the secret sauce of 100 Days to Brave is finishing it. So I love the community and the fun that happens when we go on this journey together, and it also helps us to finish. So to sign up and be a part of this opportunity, just go to the 100 Days to Brave 2022 link in the show notes and claim your spot, okay? So if you look right below this, there are all the show notes, and you will see the link for 100 Days to Brave 2022. That is where you sign up to get the emails and be a part of all of this with us. 
Before we dive into today's conversation, I want to take a moment and share about one of our incredible partners. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. We talk about BetterHelp a lot on this show. In these last couple of months, we've been discussing some of the stigmas around mental health. Even though some people think this, you don't have to wait until things are unbearable and you're at your wit's end to connect with a therapist. And contrary to old stigmas that thankfully are being debunked, therapy doesn't mean that something is wrong with you. No. Y'all going to therapy is a wise and brave step to take for your own mental health and the health of your relationships. I can attest to just how helpful it's been in my life to have someone to process with and who helps equip me with tools for times that are challenging. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. Give it a try and see why over 2 million people have used BetterHelp online therapy. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp and That Sounds Fun friends. Get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash that sounds fun. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com slash that sounds fun. All right, y'all. Today on the show, I'm joined by our dear friends, Rachel Myers and Amanda Bible Williams from She Reads Truth. Some of your favorite episodes and mine are where Rachel and Amanda come to share with us about the Christian calendar and the Lent and Advent seasons. You'll see also in the show notes below, there is a link to a Spotify podcast playlist that has every time Rachel and Amanda have been on the show. So if you want to hear all the times we've talked about Lent or all the times we've talked about Advent, you can find it there on that Spotify playlist. Rachel and Amanda lead She Reads Truth. It's an organization that exists to encourage women and men and children to be in God's word every day. I am profoundly grateful for their friendship and their leadership in my life. And I love that we learn something together every time we talk. We're about to do it right here. Y'all are going to love this one. Just like always, let's dive into the book of Ezekiel and the Christian calendar and what are we supposed to give up for Lent? Let's talk about it. So here's my conversation about Lent 2022 with Rachel Myers and Amanda Bible Williams from She Reads Truth. Rachel and Amanda, welcome back. Welcome back. Hello. I have a lot of questions about Ezekiel. Are you ready? We don't have a lot of answers. (laughs) Get excited. As you may or may not know, I am the foremost expert Mm. on Ezekiel Ezekiel. himself. Yes. No, that's completely false. (laughs) Well, y'all identify yourselves with your voices for our friends who don't know who's who. Yes. Hi, everybody. This is Amanda. And this is Rachel. From She Reads Truth. That's right. I'm so glad you are. And He Reads Truth and Kids Reads Truth. All the people read truth. Everyone reading truth. In Uh, the South, it would be all y'all. All all y'all reading truth. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, y'all read truth? What are we going to get? I mean, darling. (laughs) Why do we not have that yet? Well, that just feels like like one more thing. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, one more resource for all the people. (laughs) Hate to do it. You guys, we do this twice a year. I'm very thankful for you. And I have some feedback from our Advent conversation. Let's hear it. Mostly, people loved our deep dive into Advent and Epiphany and kind of the Christian calendar. I'm among the people who loved that. Same. Yes. And it changed the way our conversation here at this table changed the way I thought about like my Christmas decorations this year. Like really? I, we left them, we yeah. left them up until, until Epiphany. Epiphany. <gasps> really? That is a real life shift Yeah, to commit to Christmas decorations through the 6th of January. Yeah, and, I, did, and, I didn't do that. I didn't do it. Yeah. To be fair, about a day or two past that. <laughs> so TBH yeah. lasted a little bit longer. <laughs> I mean, when you think about what your Advent has led so far into this year, 
Yeah. How did Advent speak into Christmas tide and speak into this little bit of ordinary time before we go into Lent? Mm, that's a good question. Thank you. I mean, I think yet again, we find ourselves with the, the calendar has turned. Yeah. And a lot of things have not changed. Yes. And I just hearing day in and day out during the Advent season that Jesus is the light. Yeah. The everlasting light. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that, you know, in the darkness that we that we all are experiencing in various ways, collectively and individually, it's just good. It's yeah. good to know. It's good to be reminded and to have received, you know, that's the kind of reminder that I usually need is the everyday kind. Yes. <laughs> and Same so, yeah. Disease. What were you going to say, Ray? Our theme at Advent this year was, of course, light. Like, we, yeah. I mean, we all talked about it, right? And I, we always have a theme. We always have an approach to Advent. But there yeah. was something for me this year about this light theme and the deep diving through Scripture and even the coming out of it as being people of light. And then as a community, we're reading the book of John yeah. in January. And and so coming out of that, you see like all of a sudden like your eyes are tuned yes. to read and your ears are tuned yes. to hear these light connections. But mm-hmm. even for me, like I came out of Advent and sometimes I like close the door on Christmas and then I open it again the day after Thanksgiving. And for me, I feel like I hadn't, I still haven't closed the door on Christmas. Wow. Like the light theme for me, like when I look at the stars at night, I'm still thinking about the light of the world. And yes. I'm still thinking about the reminder that God's faithfulness, even when yes. I can't see the stars because of light pollution or because of clouds or whatever, <laughs> it's the same thing. The yes. stars are still there, whether we can see them or not. Yes. Likewise, God's Amen. faithfulness is still there, whether we can see it or not. Yeah. And I think that that has carried me in a way that I hope continues to carry me. Yeah. Lent is a little bit different. Yeah. yeah. Right? And so I, I think Lent is so interesting from Advent. My Advent was really hard. Okay. And yeah. I, I just ended up having to sort through things I didn't want to sort through at Christmas and figure things out that... that mm. And it, it. I am not kidding, y'all. Hand to heaven, it all came to a head on Epiphany. Wow. And I was like... Okay. Huh. Yeah. yeah. And I kept saying, I mean, I kept, I, it was the day it snowed here, remember? Yeah. And I even said on Insta Story, like, this is not what I wanted Epiphany to be. Mm-hmm. And what I was deeper saying is, this was not what I wanted Advent to be. Mm-hmm. Because it's over. Yeah. yeah. It was over. Yeah. Christ- and Christmas tide. Yes. It was over. And it had not been at all what I had wanted it to be. Talk about one of the things I want us to do really well as a community and with y'all's leadership is like, how do we set intentions and purposes around the Christian calendar and not expectations. Oh, I love that. I mean, one of the things, Annie, that you taught us last time we were here for Advent, and I've genuinely like resonated with that and continued to carry, is that you said, maybe it's your Enneagram 7 or whatever, Mm -hmm. but you said, I'm not a day person. I'm a season person. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't need the day to feel special. I've learned that that's going to let me down. Yes. A hundred percent of the time. Yeah. But the season is really where the joy comes from for yes, you, right? Yes. And I think that um likewise, like you're talking about setting intentions versus like what's that going to mm-hmm. look like? Yeah. And I think one of the things is going, what does this Lent season look like? Yeah. And how, and then asking the question, how does it point me to the cross? How does it lead mm-hmm. me to the mm-hmm. cross? How does it make the cross bigger in my yeah. purview, right? How does it make the cross bigger? Yeah. And so as we walk toward, I mean, it's culminated, you know, with, with, I almost said Black Friday. (laughs) (laughs) Nope. Good Friday. Good Friday. It's culminates at at Good Friday. And then more than that, even with Easter Sunday and the resurrection, we we call Easter Sunday, Resurrection Sunday. 
how does Easter Sunday feel? Not like Christmas Day where you're like, all the pressure is on this one day. Uh But how is it going to be different because of the way I spent that season? Yeah, yeah. Amanda, will you kind of tell us like, Give us the Lent overview. Okay. What is Lent? We got a bunch of questions in from our friends from the AFD Week in Review email. Awesome. And a couple of them are saying, like, what is it? Yeah. Like, I mean, what even is Lent? Excellent question. Yes. <laughs> this is not something that, you know, there that, that we just know. It is, so Lent, in the same way, a similar way, that Advent is the season leading up to the celebration of the birth of Jesus on Christmas Day. Yes. Lent is the season that leads up to Easter, Resurrection yeah. Sunday, like yeah. Rachel just said. Mm-hmm. But the, the season itself is very different. Um, It's longer. So Lent itself starts on Ash Wednesday, which this year, so it's a different date every year. Yes. So Mm -hmm. this year, that's March 2nd. Yes. Advent, we follow Sundays. Mm -hmm. Christmas is always December 25th. Correct. Lent, we follow Ash Wednesday to Easter, and the dates are going to change every year. Yeah. Correct. Okay. Very good, Annie. And that, gal. that's right. And so what, what we do at She Reads Truth is we start reading our Lent, our reading plan for Lent the Monday before Ash Wednesday so Got that it. it's nice and tidy. So yeah, we're yeah, going to yeah. start our Lent study on February 28th, okay. mm-hmm. but Lent, the season on the church calendar starts March 2nd. So what this is, it is not prescribed in scripture. If you've, if you've listened to any of our conversations yes. with Annie in years past, we will say this every year because it's important <laughs> every year, that Lent is not prescribed in scripture, but it is modeled after, we know that fasting and meditating on God's word and feasting on God's word, those things are important, right? Mm-hmm. We know that Easter Sunday mm-hmm. is in many ways the centerpiece mm-hmm. Yes. Of, of our faith, yes. the resurrection of Jesus, the yes. life, death, resurrection of Jesus, and that is also kind of the the centerpiece of our our year. Yeah, <laughs> as Christians, we want to always be looking to the cross because that is the centerpiece of our faith. And so, so Lent is a season. Um, Jesus fasted forty days mm-hmm. in in the wilderness, and so what we do as believers, we want to observe the season of Lent, which is not something you are required to do to be a Jesus follower, yes. but you are invited to do. Just with centuries of of believers around the world, yes. mm-hmm. right, and down through time. This is not just American. This. this is not just twenty first century. Reached, we yeah. did not. Rachel and I did not. <laughs> <laughs> so here's an idea that tickled Annie like thrice. Yeah, I really like that idea of like. So we've made up a church calendar, and it's going to be 40 days of that's right hard of, stuff. Of hard. We're yeah, going to need interested. you to fast. Yes, from actual food. Yeah, yeah no, it's going to be great. It's going to be fine. Trust us. But um, but the season of Lent, you have 40 days of fasting, and those are like your. Monday through Saturday, yes. mm-hmm. but then you have seven days of feasting on yes. Sundays, yes. Mm-hmm. and then the ultimate feast day, mm-hmm. right, yes. Of, yes. of Resurrection Sunday, which begins Easter time. Mm-hmm. Which makes me want to, like, circle back, Annie, to a minute ago when I was like, the season of Lent, the intention there is, like, how can I make the cross bigger? Yeah. But I'm going to add a so that to that. Okay. Because, and I like a so that in mm-hmm. Scripture. Yeah. We want to make the cross bigger so that the resurrection is put in its proper place, right? right? Because the cross is Jesus paying for our sins and dying. And we want that to be as big as it is it merits, and yes. I think we'll never make mm-hmm. it as big as it merits. Yeah, of course. But it's for us to understand the depth mm-hmm. of what that means, the significance and the heaviness of that, so that yeah. 
Yeah. Easter Sunday has its proper place yeah, and yeah. has its proper significance. Yes. Because I mean, that's the victory. That's the stomping the dragon. That's the like yeah. victory is secured in eternity. Yeah. Can, imperishable, unfading, not yeah, going that's it. anywhere. That's it. Yeah. The dragon being death. Yes. Death himself. Yes. yes. I'm going to throw little side, like if this was VH1 yeah, pop-up pop up video, video. Pop I'm going to do a pop-up video here moment of just saying for those feasting and fasting days, yes. if you're actually doing food, mm-hmm. you need to be really thoughtful about your feasting days or your body will not handle that well. Mm-hmm. So that doesn't, if you've decided you're going to do a certain way of eating mm-hmm. six days a week, if you go all the way hard on that seventh day <laughs> a week, you're going to, you're going to hurt your body. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's So good. just that's be thoughtful advice. when you're feasting. We, we do not have the same type of food that they had centuries ago mm-hmm. where they could do this more readily with their bodies. We have to be thoughtful. That's I right. liked that pop-up video. Thank that you. was worthwhile. Thank you. All <laughs> the doctors listening isn't. are nodding going, thank you, Annie. <laughs> yeah. 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 There yeah. are. And, and we would encourage you, friends, that if you are to fast for Lent, physically fast from from a thing, then do do this in the context of your real life community. Yes. Like you need to sure you need knows. to chat with a doctor yep. who knows you and your body. You need yep. to your church family needs to know. Like you there Well and let's say not church we, family, but like I, I hear what you're oh, saying. I you want know them to what hear I mean. that right. Yeah. See, this is the benefit this of there being two of us. She knows what I mean, yeah. even you mean if it's church, not what I say. The yeah. ones you can reach. You don't have to get yeah. up in right. front of everybody, unless that's how your church rolls. Right. I don't know. Well, and Annie, I feel like you have a, like an actual rule of thumb about this. Who has to know? Yeah, so if I'm fasting food, a medical professional, my counselor, and my pastor all know yep. if I'm fasting food. Mm-hmm. If it's anything more than about three days. Yeah. Three days, I still tell Y'all, like I still Mm -hmm. tell my people if Mm -hmm. I'm, because if I'm doing that, I'm trying to ask God something that Mm -hmm. y'all already know about. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. I'm already going like, hey, I'm pressing in for something here. Or we're group, we're all fasting for Mm -hmm. something. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But yeah, if it's longer, doctor, medical professional, counselor, pastor. Good. And I I think think that's good advice. Yeah, I do too. It's very wise. Pop-up and video. <laughs> I miss it. Aww. I do too. I loved that I show. I miss it slash I was never actually allowed to watch it. I know of it, but I was we were not in a house that I was allowed to watch VH1. Sh- shall um, we binge pop-up okay, video? Okay, I have, right? <laughs> I, I have two questions from our friends listening that I think fit in right here. Jade says, so many churches I've attended skip over Lent. Why is that? And why is it important for me to celebrate it if the church isn't highlighting it? I want mm. to learn more. These are going to go together. Okay. okay. Emily says, how do you get into Lent when you're a Protestant who's never practiced it? Mm -hmm. I was raised in and still attend a Church of Christ. We've never practiced Lent or Advent. Have a hard time getting into it when I'm not being supported by my church. It feels lonely. So I grew up Protestant. Mm -hmm. I grew up Methodist. And it's a big part of our... Mm -hmm. uh, It's like a more liturgical denomination. Yes, Uh yes. And I mean, we were talked about giving stuff up in sixth grade. You know, like you started really early. So how do we do that? If the church isn't celebrating it, the church we attend... I think my very first response is, ask your pastor why. Yeah. Like, my very first response is, like, if you're feeling unsupported by your church and you're scratching your head about why this might not be demonstrated as significant by your yeah. church, I, I would just seek understanding. Yeah. Just figure out what they feel about the mm-hmm. Christian calendar if it yeah. isn't part of their... Yeah. And yeah. not in a strong arm. I mean, just genuine, no, 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 like, just humble question. seeking understanding. Curiosity. Let me know why this is not something that we do here. Yes. Right. And and to be clear, there's no there's no judgment on that. Like, there, totally. are, there, could, be, there could be a lot of reasons. And right. And it is something that some denominations lean more heavily into than others. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. that's okay. This is not... That's right. If you think about 
the the core of our faith. Like those you know, pillars. like the yeah. things that are like in the Apostles' Creed that yes. I believe. You know yes. that that Jesus is the Son of God, and yes. He came, and He lived, and He died, and He rose again, and and you know the Holy Spirit, the Trinity, those yes. things. Then you know, observing Lent is not a core foundational thing for a for a believer necessarily. Right. It might be very important right. to to a certain denomination or to certain individuals, but this is not It's not um, a salvific credential. Thank wow, that's a yeah, great wow. way to put it. Sure. Yeah, <laughs> but but it's true. Yeah. yeah. And and the thing that that Lent gets at in us is something that we all agree on. We the thing that we want when we're fasting at Lent and when we're meditating on scripture is like Rachel said to have a larger view of the cross. We're trying to deepen our relationship with, our dependence on, our yes. understanding of Jesus yes. and the gospel. And that is a lifelong pursuit. That is not just a Lenten pursuit. That's right. Mm-hmm. That is a lifelong pursuit. That's and right. so what is I think the reason that the three of us love and resonate with Lent is that it is an annual opportunity for us to do that in a structured way. Yes. And um, and to to really focus physically, mentally, spiritually on this thing that is at the center of our yes. faith, which yes. is not Lent, but Jesus. Yes, that's right. right. Pastor Kevin, Pastor of the Pod, says when you're fasting, which is a Lent is a version of a fast. He says, you're giving up something you love for something you love more. Mm-hmm. So, Ray, talk to us about, like, why do people give stuff up at Lent? Why is that part of this tradition? And what are some of the examples that you know people have given up before? It's a good question. And I, like, I think we've talked about this before, obviously, because we love this conversation. I think some of this is opinion. And I think, um, in fact, most of this is opinion. This is us, you know, just trying to speculate and and think through these things together. So I want to be clear that, like, this isn't Again, this isn't in the Bible. Right. It's just a tradition in our faith Mm -hmm. in the bigger, the capital C church. Fasting is in the Bible. Yeah. Yeah, Fasting is in the Bible. Because I think that, like, one (laughs) one of the convictions that I shared with you that I had last year, Annie, was that I wanted to be careful not to be giving something up for Lent that I should be giving up anyway. Mm. So, like, I want to be giving up things that are good for me, actually. And and what I mean by that is if I'm spending three hours a day on Instagram and I take the moral high ground and say I'm going to give up my three hours of Instagram Uh for Lent, well, good. But maybe that's something that you should be working at with, like, with the Lord anyhow. Yeah. But I'll tell you one of the pop-up video. I love it. One of the things I am doing is changing my Instagram rhythms for Lent in hopes that it, it will changes change. my, yes. Oh, have it. So yes, Absolutely. I've said to myself, okay, yeah. part of what I'm giving up mm-hmm. is the schedule I have built right. around my social media right. in hopes that it refines my schedule going forward. I like that because you're right. Like if what we're looking for are these triggers. Almost. Yes. Like, yes. What to will, pay attention to them. What will get my attention. Yes. And so that I can take hold of my own chin and turn it towards the cross. That's right. right? That's and my right. voice got a little quieter because I literally turned my face away from the microphone. But what we're looking for are the things that will lift our lift our faces to the cross. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And so if that is like one of the ways to fast is food. Sure. And so like if that's food and that hunger and that like, oh, that urge to go to the refrigerator, yes. whatever it is. Okay, let me turn that attention, that hunger yeah. towards the bread of life. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And then there are absolutely other things, other rhythms that we can create. Again, like I just keep going back to what Amanda said that this is not prescribed. There yes. is no like this is how it should go. Yes. So this is something that you would come to a resolution about 
through the course of walking with Jesus. Yeah, that's yeah. right. And going not on the on Ash Wednesday or Ash Wednesday is fine. Listen, yes. again, not prescribed. <laughs> yeah. Um, but like leading up to Lent. Yeah. Starting to, as you're in the word, as yeah. you're in prayer, as you are exercising your spiritual disciplines, asking yeah. like, what should I add? Yeah. What should I take yeah. away? And a lot of times I think that's the important two questions. That's really good. Right? What should I take away? And then what, what should, should I, I add? add? What should yes. I bring into this? Yes. Because if suddenly three hours of my day is opened up because I'm not on Instagram. You're going to fill it with something. What Annie. do I do? Yeah. Yes. What do I do? I mean, I, I was joking with a friend the other You're day gonna be about like, I'm fasting. watching movies now. Yes. About right. fasting. And we were like, if I don't partner mm-hmm. doing a three-day fast from food mm-hmm. with lowering my social media and take every time I want to eat, I will open Instagram. Yeah. And that doesn't walk us And so Jesus. it's grabbing hold of your chin yes. and it's turning it towards yes. something. And it doesn't mean I have to go sit and pray and sit in silence. It means no. I can turn on music. I can listen to a podcast. Yeah. I can read a faith-centric book that's yeah. pushing me toward it. I can work on my She Reach Truth study. Like, mm-hmm. there's a lot of things you can do. You have but... to intentionally ask yourself, what am yeah. I making room for? Yes. Right. Yes. Right. And, like, if you can't answer that question, then we might be in a religion Right, area. right, right. But also, I mean, I have so much respect for people who give up Coca-Cola yeah. and go like, I'm going to not drink a Coke. And every time that pings me and yes, I desire that, right. I go, okay, yeah. God, I want you more than I want a Coke today from McDonald's. But those straws. Uh-huh. Yeah. So <laughs> straws. But it's coming back to the so that. Yes. Like, yes, okay, I'm yeah. doing this so that, and you have to be able to fill in that blank yep. as well, in my opinion. Amanda, one of our friends listening isn't going to give up anything. Yeah. But is going to read along with the She Reads True study. Is that is that linty enough? Deeply. Are there rules okay. here? Here's the thing. <laughs> Say it. Say it to our Enneagram there, one. Sorry to call him out, but mm, I know. There the answer to that is is yes and no. There there are there rules? No. Is there a structure that you can follow? Yes. The truth is that Every single human is going to do this in a different way. Yeah. And do it and well and not well. Succeed right. and fail in their yeah. own ways. But it, when you think about it, too, what you are doing is manufacturing discomfort for yes. yourself. Yes. That is not going to be comfortable. Yes, that's <laughs> or right. Or fun. That's right. Or easy. Yes. That's not the point. That is not if the this point. is difficult, good job. That's the point. Mm. <laughs> and so I think that if you know in in your spirit and in in praying and communing with Jesus that what he wants for you this Lenten season is to read along with his word because that is the rhythm that you need. That is the new rhythm that you need to establish. And in order to do that, you are probably going to have to maybe not get rid of one specific thing, but you are going to have to make room to borrow an Advent phrase. Yes, Mm -hmm. yes. that is Lenty enough. Yes. 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 And I also want to say that I think that those of us, like like Annie, you, I mean, for, I've known you a long time, yes. and for several years now at least, I've known you to observe Lent, to give something up, whether it be food or something else, to create a discomfort in order yeah. to make, in order to push you toward Jesus. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that that kind of established rhythm in one's life, like through the years, is actually pretty rare. I want everyone to know that like that takes time. 
Mm-hmm. Yes, I've been doing this. To cycle it's been a part of my life since middle school, genuinely. See, so yeah. I mean, that that's a long time. And it and demonstrates think, a lot of self-discipline. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. And I think oh, it's wonderful. Kind. And so, mm-hmm. but I also think that some of us need to know that there are going to be some years where maybe our Lent looks a little bit like yours. And then some years it may not yep. at mm-hmm. all. Yep. And I think that's okay too, because just as we're talking about seasons of the church calendar, there are also seasons of life. Yes. Goodness. And some of you may feel defeated just at the thought of trying to add something or take something. And maybe what maybe what you need is a dedicated 10 minutes of, of solitude and prayer each morning. Like what, whatever the Lord is impressing on your heart to do, I, I would dare to do it. Yes. Mm-hmm. And and just and start there. And yes. if, if you fail, then you start back again. It's yeah. what we say about Bible reading yes. in yeah. general. Yes. I, I just feel like That's a so really good, important I, it, I feel like a really important question to ask yourself intentionally is what does success look like here? And if our answer That's is right. success looks like I mm-hmm. nailed it. I didn't I, have for, any sugar. I didn't have any sugar for the whole season of Lent. Success. I would I would dig on that. That's what happened with me at a pivot with with Advent. That's right. what I'm saying. It's yeah. like this is I want everyone listening to know this is what the three of us would do if we were at a Mexican restaurant 100%. right now. I love this oh, yeah. so much. Th- that's what happened with me at, yeah. uh, across Advent is I set this expectation for the end of Advent that was not to get to Christmas or Epiphany. Uh-huh. And so mm. what you're teaching and what I'm what I'm hearing both of you say so well is like just recognize it's a season and look to Easter. Yeah. Don't look to your body changing or yeah, right. yeah, yeah. your whatever. Just yeah. look to Easter. Like a healthier are, me. Yeah. yeah. No. no. I, I, except spiritually. I yes. hope so. Oh, well, and that's the thing. Like we want, like the answer shouldn't be I crushed it. But then you have completely missed the point of Lent and yeah, Easter. Yeah. The point is, I would say plan to succeed, expect to fail. That's where we see our yeah, need. Yeah. That's where we like, we're like, I don't know, like probably like a, a self-help coach would not say those words. <laughs> but to me, like success is becoming more aware of my need, yeah. becoming more aware of my lack. Yes. And one of the things that we lack the most, you, me, and like the three of us, yeah. I'll speak for us, we lack lack. Yeah. <laughs> we yeah. just, the, we lack so little. Yeah. And so we manufacture this lack so that we can remember what actually matters. And so if at the end, if our success looks like, even if it's manufacturing lack, yeah. so that we can see what matters, yeah. so that we can see what has been done for us because of what we do lack, that's the goal. Hey friends, just interrupting this conversation real quick to share about another one of our incredible partners, Third Love. Y'all know what Third Love is all about, not just flighty one day a year love that romance movies and elementary school Valentine parties show us, but the kind of be a good friend to yourself, know what makes you feel comfortable and confident type of self-love. And Third Love is here to make sure we get cozy, comfortable loungewear and intimate gift sets that we'll love. And since they hold stronger and support longer, they'll love us right back. So as far as a shopping experience goes, Third Love has thought of everything to make it a smooth and easy one. That's what I love about shopping with them. Having trouble with what style will be best for you? Take the Fit Finder quiz. If you need help with a question you've got about one of their products, Third Love's team of expert fit stylists is available via chat or text to answer them all. I'm telling you, and y'all tell me back the same thing. My Third Love bras and loungewear are my go-tos. So I ordered a bunch of beautiful stuff from Third Love with some Christmas money, and some of it got lost in the mail. And y'all, 
so quickly. Third Love jumped right in, made it right, and sent me new stuff. It was amazing. I love every single thing I have from them. Third Love has a perfect fit promise that says you'll love your fit guaranteed. And if not, exchanges and returns are free for 60 days. And they love to give back just like y'all do. Third Love is the largest donor. Listen to this, y'all. The largest donor of undergarments in the U.S. Partnering with organizations across the United States, Third Love has donated over $40 million worth of bras to help people in need. Isn't that awesome? Feeling is believing. Upgrade to everyday pieces that love your body as much as you do. Right now, you can get 20% off your first order at thirdlove.com slash soundsfun. That's 20% off at thirdlove.com slash soundsfun. And now back to our conversation with Rachel and Amanda. There's something I want to say to all of us at this table and listening just by way of encouragement, you asked Annie about expectations around like how to do this uh-huh. and do it well. What does it look like to do Lent? These are all really good questions and they're important because you, you, you want, you're interested and you want to know and you want to do it. You want to do it well, do it right, what uh-huh. air quotes. The thing about Lent that I, I think really gets to me on like a deep like heart level in a different way than Advent is that Advent to me there are still some expectations that I can't shake because I'm wanting to celebrate, you know, the birth of Jesus on behalf of myself and my family or my friend. Like I'm wanting the season to feel like Christmas. I'm wanting it. Even my, my rhythm of Bible reading and, you know, and reading the Christmas story and all the prophecies and all of that, it, it, there is something celebratory kind of about it all. And, And it's good. With Lent, the thing about Lent is that the foundational premise of Lent is that everything's a mess. Yeah, yeah. And so what I want you to hear in that is that not doing Lent exactly right or Lent, the season not meeting your expectations or, or it feeling different than you wanted it to feel, that's really, that's part of the message yes. of the cross is that's that right. everything's a mess. Yes. and including our own hearts and nothing's going the way it's supposed to go. And death is not supposed to be, I mean, COVID, are we really still (laughs) fighting this battle? And we are, we are. I mean, Annie, you, you just prayed at the, on, at the start of this episode before we hit record for an end to COVID. And it dawned on me that I haven't even prayed that prayer in a while Mm -hmm. because I'm, I'm so tired Mm -hmm. of asking yeah. And it just feels like, well, this is just the way things are now. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, and, and so I'm, I'm encouraged and I'm emboldened just by your prayer. But that's what Lynn is about. It is about acknowledging and seeing, really seeing. And it takes us several weeks yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. to really see the state, not just of our world, but of our hearts mm. and of ourselves apart from Jesus. So that mm-hmm. when we walk into Holy Week, and yeah. we start to yeah. read these stories that we've read a lot of us many times before of, you know, Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane and mm. the Last Supper with his disciples and and then the, the crucifixion, this mm. brutal, horrific thing that really happened mm. in space and time, that it means something to us, that we understand I, I get it, you know, on whatever level we can, I get why this had to happen because this is a mess mm-hmm. and Jesus is coming to make all things new yes. has come is coming. will come yes. again. like mm-hmm. 
the difficulty that we're all talking through is kind of the point. Uh, this is it. Even the good. the thing yes, I Amanda. feel in me of like, how do we do? Are we doing? This how do we get this right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even that right now, I'm feeling me is like this is Lent. Yeah, this is it. what yeah. this is what Lent's this supposed to feel it. like. How do we bring our our faulty selves? That's right. In a broken world to a holy God. Mm-hmm. That's right. And no other time of the year reminds me of all those things. Yeah. Like the forty eight days of Lent. Yeah. Or whatever. It is not anything close to about us presenting our slightly shined up selves to oh, Jesus. Lord, listen. Like it's, it's just it's so not a deeply far from, plan. It is, is not that about that. different the older y'all have gotten because I'm like I can't do that anymore. Yeah. To the, the Lord. Pretending. Yeah. Oh, yeah I just no. feel like I used to be able to shine up a little bit better before before I Ta-da! said that. Yeah, yeah, and I, I don't, don't, I don't have it. You, yeah. Well, you know yourself We know too more. much. Yeah. <laughs> we know t- you, I know too much about myself to yeah. think that I'm going to fool. I can't. I think I used to be able to fool myself. Uh-huh. And now I can't even really do that. That's it. That's mm. it. And so <laughs> I'm like, oh, you've known Which is all maybe along. also a little bit what Lent is about, <laughs> yeah. thinking we can fool ourselves and yeah. not being yeah. able to really do that. Right. One yeah. of our friends asked, how do you come up with your ideas for the Lent and Advent studies? Mm. Parker asked that. Hey, Parker. Um, and y'all, Parker is in middle school. And she, this Parker. Is her question. She would like to know how you come up. So she's like, living with the Lord is mm-hmm. good. How do you come up with the ideas of Lent and Advent? And what are we studying in Lent yeah. through She Reads Truth? Let's talk about why y'all picked this book. Yeah, well, I mean, for Advent, Advent and Lent are very different um, for a number of reasons. <laughs> yeah. But even our approach. Yeah. I mean, typically, Advent, we use those traditional Advent scriptures, and we look at them in a little bit of a new way. Mm-hmm. Yep. Advent is both ancient and new, and that's yeah. what we, we try to do every year. And with Lent, we historically almost always try to tackle a longer book of the Bible. Yes. And then we like to end it with a, like mm-hmm. a Holy Week, sometimes yes. Holy Week in real time. Yep. So good question, Parker. We have done lots of books of the Bible in the past, but this year we are doing, we are doing, we're going to be reading, experiencing the book of Ezekiel. <laughs> it's such a hard book. <laughs> uh-huh. It is. I, it is. I have <gasps> The been... death of Ezekiel's wife, day 22. That's the one I was telling you I about. It, here's, here's my very high level take on the book of Ezekiel. And I've been reading it over the last couple of weeks because yes. we, we read it pretty close to in line with the community, but because we have a podcast yeah. and that kind of thing, we're a little bit ahead It's great. Of I everybody. hope our friends listening are listening to y'all's podcast. It's um, great. But Ezekiel is a prophet. Yeah. And Amanda has like, Amanda, actually, I want you to tell us like the, the big picture stuff. But here's my little. I am the foremost scholar. On yeah, that's what, our, that's what they False. tell us. Here's the little Rachel Myers take from my reading yeah. is that, I mean, really like, chapter 13 of Ezekiel, where God is just going like, you're like, the people who are supposed to bring you to me are not bringing you to me. Like your pastors are telling you everything's fine. Yes. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. And God just says, everything is not fine. Yeah. And to me, that's sort of what's happening. Yeah. That's like the theme of Ezekiel. And it is a long, like 40 chapters, 47 yeah. chapters, 48, yes. 48 chapters yeah. of God saying, Y'all, everything is not everything fine. Everything is not fine. Like he yes. talks about, you know, whitewashing the walls that like, who care? Why are you whitewashing the walls? Because the hurricane's going to come. Uh-huh. And what, how is that whitewash going to stand up to a hurricane? You're fooling yourselves. Yeah. You're fooling yourselves. Yeah. And not only are we fooling ourselves, but like in this case, he's going like, but your pastors are fooling you yes. if they're telling you that yes. everything's fine. Instead, mm-hmm. we need to be saying to each other, everything is not fine. Yes. Yeah. And then 
it's the invitation. It's like not even the end of Ezekiel, but like even like verse or chapters 36, 37, like where Ezekiel looks at the valley of dry bones and says, can these dry bones come to life? Uh, right. Isn't that what we're all asking? Uh, we're asking, I'm holding my whole world up to God <laughs> this week and going, can these dry bones come to life? Can you really do this? I know. And not just can you, because I believe that even God's people in the context of the book of Ezekiel, Ezekiel is an exile among exiles. He is exiled in Babylon. It's his 30th birthday. That's the year he was supposed to become a priest in the temple in Jerusalem. Like his whole first 30 years were working toward you get to be the priest. And now here he is in Babylon. And then it gets crazy immediately from the start, from the jump (laughs) in chapter one, because he sees what's essentially a, it's a, it's a vision and it's, it is like trippy. It's a vision of the glory of God. And he's like, what, what is God's glory doing in Babylon? And, but God's glory has left the temple. Like things, the headline is things are really, really, really bad for God's people because of the choices that they have made Mm -hmm. and the false gods that they are worshiping and the way that they have turned from God. And, and so Ezekiel, the, the headline here is that things are really bad. God is still a holy God. Mm -hmm. This is not okay. And the entire book is, it, it gets real. It's really dark. I'm just going to go ahead and tell you it's really dark. Now, you're going to be glad you're reading with us because as <laughs> She Reads Truth, what we do is curate scripture so that scripture can interpret itself. Yes. So so we will read straight through the book of Ezekiel. I'm sorry to tell you we're not going to edit out any chapters. Right, yeah. <laughs> when Amanda says we curate this, that does not mean we pick the parts that That's we right. want. Correct. Editing, what it, it does mean, we read the entire book. What That's it right. does mean is as we're reading some of these really dark parts, you are also going to be reading from the Psalms or from yes. the New Testament yes. or some of the words of Jesus. Like mm-hmm. we are trying to connect the dots here because... The book of Ezekiel is about God pursuing his people, even though they would look and go like, we are so far gone. We know that you can resurrect, that you can bring life where there is none. But are you going to do that for us? Can these dry bones, Uh that is the house of Israel, can these dry bones live? Mm -hmm. Not just any old dry bones, but these that have have done some things. It's why Graves to Gardens, that song resonates. It's why it's doing what it's doing. Is everybody wants to believe that God can do that. And not just can, will he with me? Because I can't tell you the number of times that I have known, known, like I know that I know that I know. Down deep in my knower. Is it you that has the knower? That's you. Mm -hmm. That down deep in your knower, you know that God can forgive, that he can give life, but in that he is full of grace. But is he for you, Annie Downs? You know, like there have been times where I'm like, I know that you can for everybody else, but I just don't know. I know too much. And and so that's what the book of Ezekiel. I was listening to Nancy Guthrie. God bless her and her wisdom. Mm-hmm. But she has a podcast called Help Me Teach the Bible, and she'll have. She really did have an Ezekiel scholar yeah. <laughs> on her podcast yeah. oh, to talk cool. about like like hey, dedicated his has dedicated his life to like the study his dissertation the... was on it, and then he's I think he's wow. from Scotland. Beautiful accent. Wow. Been studying Ezekiel. Okay, his whole we'll life. link to it. We'll mm-hmm. link yeah. to it. Yeah, mm-hmm. Ian starts with a D. Feels his right. last name. Ian. Mm-hmm. Um, Yeah. And he was saying that there are, if you're asking, like, it's it's okay, first of all, let me back that up a little bit. It's okay to ask questions of Scripture. Scripture can stand up to your questions. 
But it is important when you're reading a book like Ezekiel that you not get, like, the question about his wife. I don't know. I don't know the answer to the question. And so it is important that he described Ezekiel, the book of Ezekiel, as an impressionist painting, which is interesting because that's essentially what we have on our art Mm -hmm. before I'd made that connection, or he had made it for me, let's be real, that you have to still see the whole when you're seeing. Like, you can see, like, yes, see the individual parts and strokes and the things, Mm. but then also, like, don't forget to back up and see the whole and how it works together. And it's not not going to look precise to us. It's not necessarily going to look like cause and effect because that, but that's what we want. Yes, but that's not always what we get, and that's yes. often what we're just talked about wanting out of Lent. Yeah, cause and effect. Yes. Right. Yeah, but what happens in Ezekiel, Annie, and to Parker's question, one of the things that we're very excited about with the Book of Ezekiel for Lent is that the book essentially is the gospel yeah. in yeah. a really long, difficult but still full of hope. Old Testament book, yeah, and and you, you even to the the end that at the end of the book, one, Ezekiel's vision is of a restored creation, yes, not just Israel, yeah. but creation. So That's you right. start thinking of you know the new covenant and mm-hmm. the gospel taken not just to the Jews but the Gentiles, mm-hmm. like to us, mm-hmm. those of us right. at this table, mm-hmm. that to the Pentecost. gospel is for yeah. everyone, yes. and and so you get you see a lot of those undertones or foreshadowing in Ezekiel, mm-hmm. and and the spoiler is that he can bring the dead bones to life, yes. and, he, and he does, and he does, and he will, yeah. And I think, Amanda, you and I were talking earlier this morning about this. Like, you were like, if you're going to read the book of Ezekiel, and you had a different way that you were going to finish that sentence, but I just said, you have to read the whole book. Mm. Like, it, yes and no, sure. Like, please, just, but yeah, if you're going to read the book of Ezekiel, three things. I think read it for Lent. Yeah. I think read yeah. the whole thing. Yeah. And I recommend reading it in community. Yeah. I think all three are going to be a really good way for you to get a good grasp of what... Not what we can get out of Ezekiel, Mm -hmm. but like, what is Ezekiel saying? Yes. Okay, so Hannah asked, I'm going to be leading a small group of women through the Lent study. Mm -hmm. Oh, God bless you, Hannah. Do you have any ideas of how to make this really special for them? Be prepared to have more questions than answers. Yeah. (laughs) Tell the truth. Yeah. 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 Hannah, if you don't know the answer, you don't have to come up with it. Mm -mm. I'm going to plug something here. Something that I think is super helpful for a book like Ezekiel and for a lot of books of the Bible is to watch the Bible Project videos. Mm-hmm. Yes. They're great. So helpful. Love but the Bible Project guys. We love them too. Yes. Um, and it is really helpful to give you an overview. And I think that's going to change the way you read it. Yes. Is it's just a really, and it's illustrated. If you've never watched one of their videos, you're going to want to like screencast it so everybody can see yes. it. It's a party. That's part of, it, they're so good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's part of uh, the understanding is they kind of diagram it out for you yep. and it's wonderful. And then I think just try not to get bogged down in the details. Mm -hmm. I think I would be prepared to have a pretty significant like prayer time, save some time in each of your gatherings for prayer because this book and this season are going to do some work in your heart and you all are going to want to walk through some of that together. Yeah. 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 Also, Amanda, you mentioned Nancy Guthrie and her podcast is called Help Me Teach the Bible. Mm -hmm. And the audience for that podcast is specifically for people who are teaching the Bible. So if you are wanting to lead a small group, especially something like the book of Ezekiel, I mm-hmm. I think listen to the episode that yes, we'll link to it. Yeah, yeah, because it is specifically like how do I teach this? How do I format wow. it? I've, 
I'm sorry to tell you, I've never heard of Nancy Guthrie's podcast. Listen, I can't wait. I'm going to subscribe mm-hmm. right now. I do not have <laughs> my phone great. on me during a podcast and interview, it's, but <laughs> it's been around for a really long time. So anytime you find yourself venturing into a mo- new book where, or you know, you're leading a group, yeah, you can likely it's find yeah. an episode. How about that. everything yeah. covered? So this makes me think of our friend Parker, one of my mini BFFs, and there's a couple of people in. We need something other than mini because, like, middle she's school, like a middle BFF, like a medi yeah, BFF. she's just like an actual yeah. Yeah, a medi BFF. <laughs> there are a couple of people who are saying, how do I get my kids involved with Lent? Yeah. What does that look like? And, you know. I actually want to turn that to you, Annie. How to get kids involved I in do, Lent? I do, because you have so many mini BFFs. I know, like, we have do. You, like, well, and you did this when you, you observed Lent when you were young. Yeah, yeah. but we, you know, we tried, when we were in middle school and high school, it was things like, I'm giving up chocolate. I'm okay. giving up yeah. And it still matters. Sure. I think it does. Yeah. I, because mm-hmm. it was, if nothing else, it was a practice. That's mm-hmm. right. It was a, I can do this. Mm-hmm. Yes. I remember my friend Ann and I gave up TV one year. Okay. As yeah. middle school. I, yeah. I think I was in eighth grade and she was in seventh grade. And we we're like, okay, we're not going to watch TV. And That's pretty amazing. And it was really hard. And I didn't do it 100% correctly. Right. And I didn't like flying colors anything. but. Yeah. But I mean, I, so I think when you're younger, there's uh-huh. a practice of, can we teach children? Yeah. You can actually not get everything you want and uh-huh. survive and thrive. And having it be an invitation and not a mandate. Invitation, That feels not real a important. Mandate. Yes. Yeah. I never yeah. felt, I never yeah. felt, I never felt mandated. I felt very invited. Yeah. Like, yeah. because it was our church. Yeah. And it was my family. So I, I, I think it was Chris Kane who told us last year, she was like, it was pretty litigious in our house about the, yeah. the, the yeah. Yeah. rules. Yeah. yeah. Just fitbilling here, I think that there are some other things that come to mind. Yeah. If you really want to involve your kids, I think you could, you know, we talked about adding things. I mean, depending on how old they are, I think just understanding, like, the length, like, we are we are looking ahead. I mean, you could even do a paper chain and say you could add a prayer, yeah. just a short prayer with them, them yeah. every day and just That's say, we're going, idea. we love to pray together as a family anyway, but you know what we're going to do during Lent? You know, what we're going to make a point mm-hmm. to say a prayer. And maybe because mm-hmm. that Lent is, is about the cross, yeah. it could even be we're going to just each confess something. We're going to confess this in sure, together sure. and we're going to read, you know, is it first John four nine, those who confess, you know, yeah, yeah. faithful and just to forgive them their sins. And like, just, I mean, even just something tiny, I think it's the, the practice of we all fall short. That's what the cross is for. Yeah. That to me, if, if for, I like for small children, yes. That's yeah, nice. for small children, I think that it's mm-hmm. it's that, yes. and and I think we want to be giving... so careful with food and all. I mean, right. all that kind of right. stuff with kids. Yeah. yeah, I think making a paper chain sounds great because am I remembering that normally at Christmas, you start with the full chain and you break off pieces yeah. as you go, right? Yeah, yeah. you make it's it shorter because like you're counting down to Christmas. Yeah. But so there really is something unique you about Lent being. It. You could build it building up. the chain. You could to even Easter. like you could even write. You That's know, what I was picturing too. On writing a prayer and, on the little loop de loop. All you need is a stapler and a pair Listen. of scissors and some construction paper. Yeah, done. <laughs> That's yeah. brilliant. That's I a like great that. idea. Do y'all want kids involved in Lent when you're thinking about kids? Do you? And well, your kids? and here's the thing. Yes, the answer to that is yes. I I think about the book that we're reading at She Reads Truth as a community uh, for Lent. Ezekiel is. I mean, you've read 
parts of it. Yeah, it's it's, it's, it's going to be offensive. Yes, like and it's I, not I truly G-rated. it's higher. It's not. Yeah. It's going to be offensive. Like I don't even know that I would like have it playing in the car. Like which yeah. like okay, well we're going with scripture. You know, there people can have opinions about that. That's fine. But we're reading it. We're reading a book that is actually offensive to us because it's God describing what's offensive to him. Yeah. And so that's why we're reading this. And that's why it's actually really important that we're reading this. Now, I don't know that I'd have a kid read it. Yeah. But your question is probably less about, like, should kids read Ezekiel no, with their parents? Really smart, but also, though. should they, like, participate in Lent? I think absolutely you yeah. could participate. Like, the church is not started a certain age. Like, the capital C church is Holy from— Holy Spirit. There yeah. is no junior Holy Spirit. Right. Yeah. So everybody's a part of the church, right? Yes. And yes. so, yeah. And the 10,000-foot view of Lent is we're trying to prepare— we're getting in that space where we're anticipating that the cross, mm-hmm. it, we're kind of, we, we use the an imagery a lot of times that we're walking to the cross. Yes. Like this year, we, we say, you know, we're going to walk to the cross with Ezekiel as our guide. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, that's going to be the way that we approach the cross this year. But e- whatever you do for Lent, you are walking toward the cross. And I think even just to, t- even just to talk about uh-huh. the coming, you know, that, that, Easter and Holy Week and that, you you know, the, the message of the gospel every day for 40 days is yes. a lot when yeah. you're talking about kids. And yes. so you may find other books. Maybe we can find some for you to link to. I, something that comes to mind right now as I'm just thinking about kids and Lent, kids love to talk about what's not fair, right? Mm. And so, you know. Mine I do. We, but, I still do. But we know <laughs> that the ultimate injustice in the whole world across time and space was the cross. Yes. The ultimate injustice because a righteous man was killed on behalf of the unrighteous. The creator God. Yes. Was murdered. And yes. so I think that's an actual really good way to talk to kids about Lent. If you wanted every day, like if you're making this chain, maybe some days you're writing prayers. Maybe some days you're, you know, confessing something. I think writing a thing that's not fair. Just laying it down. This yeah. was not fair today. Yes. And that helps me a little bit more yeah. understand what Jesus did on the cross. Yeah. He did a not fair thing. Yes. It was it was unjust. If I could release a word from our language and let it float away, mm-hmm. it would be fair and unfair. Yeah. I'm like, nothing is. Yeah. Nothing is fair. Yeah. So I often, if that word is what comes to my mind to say, yeah. I, I try to stop myself and say, what's the better word? Yeah. Nothing, nothing often feels fair to anybody. My kids aren't allowed to say that. They aren't yeah, allowed to say it's no, not fair. No. Oh, great. Yeah. yeah. Neither is your Annie. So, yeah, yeah. so she doesn't either. Yeah. She doesn't either. But it's a comment, but it's what kids like to say. Yeah. And oh, I, yeah. you know what? It's what Rachel likes to say. That's yeah. not fair. Same. Yeah. Same. Hey, friends, just interrupting this conversation one more time to tell you about one of our amazing partners, Art of Tea. Y'all, we love tea around here. Tea is a part of my routine every single morning. Since I'm not looking for a hot beverage to give me energy, I mean, y'all, I wake up like this, I love that teas offer naturally caffeine-free options and flavors, and my Chai Day Friday treat is something I look forward to all week. Yes, I know it has caffeine in it, but it's like a manageable amount for your girl, AFT. Whether you're like me and love tea, or you're trying it for the first time, the absolute best teas from around the world are at artoftea.com. Taking care of ourselves is important, and drinking tea is a great way to improve your health. 
Tea is well known to reduce free radicals in your body. And I think a warm cup of French lemon ginger tea just like brightens your day, y'all. I know it does for me. And it's supposed to be good for my voice. Thank you very much. Will I have some with me on the That Sounds Fun Tour coming up in February and March? Yes. Yes, I will. So let me encourage you to take a step toward taking good care of yourself, both physically and mentally, by checking out the amazing assortment of teas at artoftea.com. And if you're new to tea and aren't sure what you like, you guessed it, you get to take a tea quiz. It's a personalized recommendations that you'll get from that. You'll get to answer fun things like what flavors do you love? What flavors do you hate? Spoiler alert, I hate lavender. I feel like I'm drinking bathwater. So I would say that on the quiz. And then you get personalized recommendations. Upgrade your tea collection this year by going to artoftea.com and you'll get 20% off your order. You guys do it. Use my promo code. That sounds fun. And that's artoftea, A-R-T-O-F-T-E-A.com and use the promo code. That sounds fun. And get your 20% off. Prepare, prepare yourself to fall in love with their tea. And now back to finish of our crazy good conversation with Rachel and Amanda. What are y'all hoping for Lent? Personally? Or yeah. For, yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you thought about how you're going to spend your time if you're giving anything up, how you're observing the season? Yeah, I haven't landed anywhere. I've thought about it. I mean, what I want is to see the cross from a different angle than I've seen it before. I think wow. if, if, if Lent is, is walking toward and approaching the cross and if we picture ourselves, you know, at the foot of the cross, I just, I've been a believer since I was a little girl mm-hmm. and I just want to see, I don't know if I, if, if it's that I want to see more or because I really, I think that God in his kindness just it it lets us see glimpses when it comes to our own sin like I don't know that that we often get the really like bold no holds barred like images that Ezekiel gives yeah to the Israelites I mean I think sometimes but I just want to see Jesus and and I want to say differently but I want to qualify that because Jesus is who he is who he is yes that's right but my understanding is not nearly full of who he is. I mean, that's true of all of us, right? Right, Like We've all known each other a long time, and yet if Mm -hmm. we spent an entire season learning about the other people, we would learn a lot. If you spent 40 days fasting, and every time you got hungry, you thought, how can I know Rachel more? Right. (laughs) I would learn a lot. Even if I wasn't on Instagram or wasn't eating chocolate or wasn't watching TV. You would be seeking me. I would be wanting to know. Hey, Rachel, I want to know more about you. So I think that's a really valuable thing to not have anyone feel that because they've known Jesus this long, there's not more to know. Or because you are new to this, there's too much. Mm -hmm. That's not true either. And I really want to not have any ulterior motives. Me too. That's what I want. I think sometimes I back away from Lent, if I'm honest, some of the really personal practices of Lent, because I don't trust myself to do them for the right reasons. Right. Because when it comes down to it, I don't know why I'm giving up the thing that I'm giving. I'm just doing my best. You know, Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm trying to listen to the Lord and I'm trying to lean in and all of the things we say, right? But I think I just, I want my heart to be as pure as, I, as it can yes, be yes. by the grace of God. And I just want to, I want to see Jesus differently. Yeah. yeah. When you asked the question, Annie, my immediate thought was like, 
I immediately wanted to go talk to my husband. Yeah. And just mm-hmm. like have like I want to have an offline conversation. Yeah. Where it's just because I haven't I haven't necessarily resolved what I want to do. I, not even necessarily. I have not resolved yeah. what I want to do for Me or how I want to spend that time. And like Amanda, I also shy away from a, a specific practice sometimes because I worry about heart motivation. Yeah. And I think that there are there are good and bad things to that, yeah. right? Well, and yeah. it's kind yeah. of the point, right? Yeah, that's we right. We know our hearts are mm-hmm. a mess. But that's I, right. But I, I'm, I'm grateful to have friends and yeah. a spouse who, like, I can have that accountability and that deep dive offline. This is so private. I want to keep it between me and Jesus, but I also need a person here yes. to know. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, where it's not something that I want to say on a podcast. Yes. Yeah. You know. Yes. Yeah, I haven't sorted mine out yet either. Yeah, but I think I think an important thing pop up video. I mm-hmm. think an important thing y'all are saying <laughs> that everyone needs to hear is, just because you don't trust your motives doesn't mean you don't do the practice. That's good. Yes. I mean, otherwise we would never do spiritual. We would never do anything spiritual at all. That's right. That's because right. why am I reading my Bible if it's not for the purest of heart? That's reasons? right. That's right. Right. Because I think sometimes sometimes I we do things my... to build habits. That's we're it. saying the same That's thing. It. Yeah. That's it. And I will let myself out of things. Yes. Because I. Well, I shouldn't fast one meal this week because because I can't trust my spirit. Yeah. What about my heart? Because well, it would be out of no, a place of legalism. Practice it. Yeah. yeah just yeah. practice it. And yeah. so it has to be this balance of it's our, our walk with Jesus is our yoke is easy and our burden is light. And if this is hard, good. Yeah. Yep. Because can we just get tougher? And mm-hmm. you know what? That's good. Is Annie. that rude? This I don't is, mean it to be rude. No. no. I think that that is uh, we exercise our loving. our bodies. You know. Sometimes um, (laughs) we exercise our bodies to get stronger. We don't expect our bodies to get stronger if we don't exercise them Mm -hmm. and practice certain, Mm -hmm. you know, movements or whatever. And the classes you go to that push you so hard and Mm -hmm. you're like, this is too heavy for me to lift. And then you lift it or whatever. And then you go, I did it. Or you don't. And then three weeks later you do. Yes. Because you've kept trying. That's it. So when your spiritual life feels that way, good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're getting stronger. Yeah. I had a thing. Sorry. No, 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 no. Okay, I'll come back if it matters. Sorry. No, it's not your fault. I just get real. I get real passionate about us offering to our friends listening the mm-hmm. balance of a walk with Jesus. Yes, that it is not going to be easy all the time. It is not always going to be hard all the time either. That's right. And knowing that your audience, Annie, is so broad that oh, totally, like we yeah. we cannot speak to every circumstance. That's there, right. I mean, we can't even begin right to to care well for an individual, which That's is why right. one of the first things that any one of us would say is do this in person with people right. who can look you in the eye and, and who yeah. know you and know. Yes. yes. And but it's also about why you. the She Reads Truth community matters because they can that's get right. on the app, they can get on the website. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a place to chat with people. Like mm-hmm. that's part of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. absolutely. Yeah. And even the She Reads Truth community, we say have a church. Yes. Yeah. Yes. We are Please. not that. Yeah. Yes. Please do. Please. There's just no replacement. There's no replacement for what, is happening right here at this table. Yes. Mm-hmm. Do you know, like, because we are each other's, like, in-person people. Yes. Yeah. Um, I mean, we were praying hard about something four hours ago. Yeah. That's right. We were not here together. Right. Literally, we y'all got life. a text from me that said, I have to go do battle, and it has to be spiritual battle. Draw your swords. Yes. And y'all prayed for yes. me. Like, and that was completely, I mean, out of nowhere, but I knew I could count on you. Mm-hmm. Like, but that's the kind of thing that you you get when you know a person. And so yeah. for and so like Annie and Amanda and I right now hold very carefully the words that we say that y'all are listening to yes. because we want to be really careful not to recommend anything that isn't it 
That's right. We don't know you. Yeah. 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 But we love you. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. That's it. That's mm-hmm. why the real life matters. Yeah. Yeah. It really does. But mm-hmm. we're growing this year. I mean, as a community, we're we're actively pursuing deepening our faith. Yes. Yeah. And so I love that. And Annie. that may feel yeah. like a workout class that feel, Ezekiel yeah. is not reading John. No, Ezekiel no, is not reading John. This is going to feel like you're lifting weights. You know what, though? I have been surprised. Like, I've, over the last couple of weeks, I've been going through it, and I expected it to be way more laborious than it is. Yeah, yeah. It's not hard. I don't think it is as yeah. hard to no, read no, no, as no. it is, it's like, hard to read. Holy yeah, cow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But heavy. even that, I feel heavy. like I've come out of it in different times that I've been reading, not feeling as heavy as I've felt um, focused. Yeah. Yeah, or or, inc- or even like invite like I just feel beckoned. Yeah, in, yeah. when I read Ezekiel, yeah. like come to life, come right. to me, like, right. and you just we don't hear enough. Everything is not fine. Yes, because everybody wants everything to be fine, yes. and so when God says to me through His Word, Rachel, everything is not fine. Yes. Let's not even pretend. Yep. Mm-hmm. I only I yep. can make these dry bones come to life. Yes. Come to me and come yep. and and live full life. Yes, that's right. Then it is kind of a lot like John. Yeah, there you go. You know what? Yeah. You win. Yeah. <laughs> Amanda, so we go through Lent yeah. so that we get to Easter. That's right. Yes. Can you finish us up but just by telling us a little bit about Holy Week and Easter? Will you just define Holy Week and talk about yeah. why Easter matters so much? Yeah, Holy Week is the week leading up to the crucifixion of yes. Jesus. And so what we like to do at She Reads Truth, and we're reading through the book of Ezekiel, but we will finish the book of Ezekiel. We will end on Friday. That Sunday. So that, that Saturday is just a regular grace that day. That Saturday yeah. is a grace day. Sunday is Palm Sunday. And wait, when we say grace day, for those of y'all who are not familiar with She Reads Truth, every Saturday... When we read as a community, we call it a grace day. So there's not a huge reading on yes. Saturdays because we get a little bit of grace. Yeah, we all need up. it. It's if the catch-up catch day up or, or catch just up a day. reflection day, yeah. whatever that is. That's yeah. right. And then Sundays at She Reads Truth are typically what we call weekly truth, where you would yeah. pick something out of the reading from the week before yep. and memorize it. Yeah. But and what Amanda's saying is for Holy Week, we get things, we change it. Yeah, so on Sunday, that Sunday is Palm Sunday, which mm-hmm. is the 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 uh, so a week out from Easter, right? Yeah. So this last week of the reading plan, we will be finished with the book of Ezekiel and we will go to the New Testament and we will walk with Jesus to the cross. So yeah. we read it kind of in real time for like what what was happening on like Palm Sunday with mm-hmm. the triumphal entry and then Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday and Thursday. And so you get like the Garden of Gethsemane, you get the um, the anointing at Bethany, you get yes. the Last Supper and and you get on Good Friday we will read about the crucifixion mm-hmm. and on Holy Saturday Jesus is in the tomb yeah. and we will read uh, and then on Easter Sunday, we will read the story of the resurrection. That's right. And so this entire seven weeks of Lent and in our, as as we would as we, with reading any book of the Bible, we know we have this great gift of scripture. Yes. And mm-hmm. we know that the book of Ezekiel is God's truth and that it sits among the full story of the Bible and that we get what Ezekiel tells from one angle and in one context, kind of the gospel, narr- the, the narrative of redemption, we get to actually see walked out yeah. in Holy Week. And so, and so when you get to Easter Sunday, that is the ultimate feast day. Mm. That is yeah. the day where we rejoice in the triumph of the cross. The cross is a horror, 
but it is also a triumph because yeah. though it is the greatest injustice mm-hmm. ever to ever take place in the history of the world, it is also the greatest victory because yes. Jesus walked out of the grave and put death to death, yes. mm-hmm. as our friend Andrew sings. Mm-hmm. And so that is that is what we're after. And all of Ezekiel, we are just understanding the depth of what is happening in Holy Week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, it's you know, good. as Jesus says, all of Scripture is yes. about me. All the prophets, including Ezekiel, mm-hmm. right? Yes. They are teaching, they're prophesying about me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, do we hear Jesus' name in Ezekiel? We do not. Yes. But we see, we can see him coming. We can start hearing that, yeah. that heartbeat, right? Yes, that's right. A rhythm we have here that sounds fun is we do not record or release shows during Holy Week. Mm-hmm. We go a little bit quieter. We get a little bit more reflective. Nice. But for our friends listening, during 2020, I read on each day, Sunday through Sunday, I read and we released what happens in Scripture that day. Yeah. So you can go back to 2020, and if you want to listen every day of Holy Week, mm-hmm. I read the Scripture to you in 2020. That. So, But, yeah, we just go a little bit quieter. And for our pop-up video, yep. Church Calendar Joy, yes. Lent ends... <gasps> Not on Easter Sunday. No, Lent ends on Holy Saturday. Yes. And Easter Sunday kicks off. What does it kick off, Annie? Uh, it kicks off Easter Tide. Easter Tide. Which is a season of feasting that goes longer than, than Lent. Lent. <laughs> it is two in it two days longer? I think so. I yeah. think it's two days longer than Lent. Yeah. Easter Tide starts on Easter. We will party for fifty days. Through it goes through the day before Pentecost. Yep. Yeah. And Pentecost is the seventh Sunday after Easter. So it like barely beats that. It's literally yeah, like two, two days. days. It's yeah. literally two days longer. I love that. That is, uh, that is one of the kindest gifts from God to me in my yeah, brain yeah. is the idea that for my personality yeah, <laughs> and yeah, for yeah. me, knowing that you suffer mm-hmm. for a while. I mean, that's what scripture says. For a while you will suffer. Yeah. But the longer story that's is right. the one of celebration. It's the rejoicing. That's the longer Lent is story. long. Easter tide is longer. That's right. That's yeah. right. Okay, Rachel, let's talk about getting the study books. Yeah. The code for our friends is TSF Lent. That's right. And that's 15% off anything in the Lent store on right. She Reads Truth. So the He Reads Truth, the She Reads Truth books. Yep. That's okay. at shopsherreadstruth.com. Yeah, perfect. The books are really, well, first of all, they're very beautiful. beautiful. Um, I mean, Amanda talked about the abstract painting, and that's yeah. what we've got here. But I find the study books to be especially useful during Lent because it is a season where I want to be more offline, whether that's yes. the thing I'm giving up or not. Yes. There is everything that we need mm-hmm. to engage with God's Word and the book of Ezekiel, uh, which is part of God's Word, uh, for the season of Lent is mm-hmm. already just printed right mm-hmm. there. So I never have to power up a screen. And that's something that's really meaningful to me. So the Amanda mentioned the curated scripture. So we get the book of Ezekiel, but you're getting Psalm and Revelation yeah. and Micah, and it's yeah, good. Yeah. And I was actually looking through the book today, and the very final scripture on the very final day on Resurrection yes. Sunday, it says, Psalm chapter 16, verses 9 through 11 says, Therefore, my heart is glad, and my whole being rejoices. My body also rests securely. Yes. For you will not abandon me to Sheol. You will not allow your faithful one to see decay. You reveal the path of life to me. In your presence is abundant joy. At your right hand are eternal pleasures. Yes. That's what we're working toward. That's what we're going. The eternal pleasures. Yes. Mm -hmm. The good part is longer. As we give up the temporal pleasures. That's right. That's where we're headed. We're giving up the temporal pleasures because Mm -hmm. there's eternal things. Because at his right hand are eternal pleasures. Yeah. 
Oh, man. I can't wait to do this season with y'all. Yeah. Thank you for how you lead us through this. Yeah. Ray, will you pray for us? I'd love to. As we, yeah. as we end. Yeah. Oh, God, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Sometimes when we bow our heads to talk to you, that's just all we can, that's all that can come out. And usually following that is help. So God, thank you and help us. That is what we want today as we just bow our heads before you. And that is what we want for the season of Lent. We want to thank you for your finished work that is secured in heaven for us. And we want to ask for help. We want to ask for help in how we can see the work that you did more clearly. Um, We want to see the freedom that you've bought for us more clearly. And we want your help in walking in the freedom that you've bought for us. Lord, help us walk, not so that we can feel more sure about what we're able to do. Lord, take that away from us. We ask for your help to seek you with even a fraction of the way that you seek and pursue us. Help us to see you in Lent. Lord, we thank you and we ask for your help. Thank you for your son's blood. In your name, amen. Oh, you guys, don't you love them so much? What a gift, what a gift, that prayer, that truth. Lord, I love them so much. Gosh, Um, you guys visit shopshereachtruth.com to pick up your copy of the Lent study for this year. Don't forget, you can use the code TSFLENT, that's the letters, T-S-F-L-E-N-T, to get 15% off anything in the Lent collection. And make sure you're following Rachel and Amanda and She Reached Truth and He Reached Truth for amazing content. And tell them thanks so much for being on the show. I cannot wait for us all to jump in together on this Ezekiel study. Remember, you need to go get it spiral bound. I love mine spiral bound. Once you get the book in the mail, go order that from shopshereachtruth.com. And if you want to see how to get it spiral bound, there's a tutorial in my Instagram story highlights. It's called Spiral. If you need anything else for me, you guys know I'm like embarrassingly easy to find. Even when I'm doing my makeup in the mornings now, what is wrong with me? Annie F. Downs on Instagram and Instagram stories, Twitter, Facebook, all the places you may need me. That is how you can find me. I think that's it for me today, friends. Go out or stay home. Do something that sounds fun to you and I will do the same. Today, what sounds fun to me, huh? What sounds fun to me today? Well, I'm scared to say that I want to get under my blanket and read a book because last time I did that, we got snow and I got stuck at my house. So I would like to say what I've already said recently. I'd like to be on the beach. Maybe that will make something happen. (laughs) I would like to be on the beach where it is warm reading a book. Have a great week, friends, and we will see you back here on Thursday with one of my favorite pastors and favorite teachers, Ben Stewart from Passion City in D.C. His new book, Rest in War, is coming out. Y'all are going to love this conversation. So we'll see you back here on Thursday.